0: Welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast, where we chat to inspirational folks throughout the city about living their best lives and encourage our listeners to grow and glow. This podcast is sponsored by Puddle Duck Nursery. Let your child grow in confidence and knowledge right in the heart of Glasgow. At Puddle Duck Nursery, we pride ourselves on being a safe, fun environment for your child to develop in their early years. As a family-run business and parents ourselves, we know how to nurture little minds and have partnered with Glasgow institutions like the Theatre School of Scotland to expand the life experiences on offer at Puddle Duck. Find us online at www.puddleducknursery.co.uk on Facebook at Puddle Duck Private Nursery and on Insta at Puddle Duck Nursery. And if you're a GGC Web Club member, you can save 20% on your first three months of nursery fees at Puddle Duck Nursery. For more information, head to the GGC website at www.glasgowgirlsclub.com. Hello and welcome to the GGC podcast. My name is Laura McGuinness and every week I'm out and about in the city interviewing some inspirational folks for you all. In this week's podcast, I catch up with the amazing Gemma Trykowski, co-founder alongside her sister Erica, of award-winning beauty brand Love Those Lashes and LTL Lash Educator. A lot has changed since last we caught up with Jem on the GGC podcast, as she's become both a proud mama and wifey. During this chat, Gemma shares her top tips on balancing life as an entrepreneur and new mum, and having become a new mum myself of late, I could not agree more with the wisdom shared on this podcast. Love Those Lashes are a partner of the JGC, and so all web club members get to enjoy exclusive deals on treatments and products at this amazing women's brand. So without further ado, over to Gemma. So hello Gemma. Hello. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, it's so nice to be back. <laughs> well, well, things have changed since Massively. last we spoke. Yes, we have. <laughs> and This is what we're going to chat about on this podcast cool so you have got a super successful business and love those lashes thank you very much and you've also now got a super successful little boy <laughs> i really hope he's successful <laughs> well you're a success here and he's yep. perfect so he let's start then from the moment obviously you find out that you're a mom and you've got yep. this empire that you've built so yep. your feelings there and then like, let's move on to then actually having the baby. Before we get into your tips yeah. for balancing Um so we found out um
1: that I was pregnant last December. Okay. And it was really nice because it was on my mum's birthday, it was the twelfth oh. of December. So it was extra special oh, because she's lovely. no longer with us. So we were super happy. And I remember I we hadn't really been trying, but I mean you know, you we're doing not. all the things yeah, yeah. that might happen, make the baby happen. <laughs> so, um, and I, I was literally three days late, took a test, and it was six o'clock in the morning, and I was in the toilet, and we had an ensuite at the time, and I was like, Irvin, Irvin! <laughs> I'm. Effing pregnant. <laughs> and he was just like, Oh uh it's like he's so not a morning person. <laughs> and then we both kinda of got up and just literally looked at this plastic stick. And I don't think either of us really realised because I think as a woman, and I don't know if I'm the only one, but we've peed on lots of plastic sticks over the years. Yes, i have been hoping for an opposite. Yeah, I'm yeah. just always seeing a negative, and then to actually see a positive, you're like, whoa, that actually exists. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is a thing. <laughs> That's exactly so, what I thought. Um, so I think that was something, and then obviously that, the fact that it was just this huge adventure that we were about to embark on. Yeah. So, um, and I was very, very lucky that I had a brilliant pregnancy. Um, okay. I couldn't have asked for a better pregnancy. I um I continued at the gym with my PT once mm-hmm. a week. Um and not everyone thinks, oh wow, you know you were at the gym lifting weights. I really wasn't doing anything crazy. It was a lot of body weight stuff, and it was
0: just, I just wanted to keep moving. Yeah, you well, know. Well, that the doctors always say like if you're doing it before. Then Sorry. your body, ah, don't, Why yeah. you know, it's different. Yeah, 100%. It's not like you've just decided, I'm going to start doing weight training when you, you've exactly. never done it before. Yeah. And it
1: felt normal to me. And I just, I, I always I wanted to be able to squat down and pick something up and, you know, and yeah. things like that. And as I got sort of bigger and bigger, my PT Iona would change things up you know Brilliant. and she would um say like eventually I wouldn't be able to do the rowing machine because I couldn't bring my knees up and she would just change something up and she said if anything doesn't feel right we stop it yeah. and that was what it was and it was also a mental thing for me I think just continuing being at the gym yes, um, so it was great and I think I was trained three weeks bef- no four weeks before um, Rue came okay, so but yeah apart from that apart from the heartburn at the end yes. which was grim which we've spoken <laughs> about um and the swollen feet that was just that was (laughs) at the very end and of course it was summer as well and there was a brief like maybe week that we had really hot weather yeah and I was like I do not know if I'm gonna pop or (laughs) like should I put a pin in my boot like so but no it was really good the whole pregnancy was great and we really enjoyed it and we just got out and about we did a little like last minute holiday oh, which was a totally different experience because it was an all-inclusive yes. and normally we'd be like woo, you know <laughs> wine not too yeah. um but it was just really nice to get away and put our feet up to be honest with you yeah um and then when we came back um Rue was due on I think it was the 18th of August was it no it wasn't it was the 13th um, but he decided he did not want to come out on the okay, 13th. Okay. So I ended up going um, another week or so and then they start giving you like sweeps and things like that yes. to try and get things moving. But he was just adamant that he did not want to move. He loved it too much in there. Totally. totally. Typical cozy. boy. <laughs> um, so eventually they said, right, well, if we'll do one more sweep and then we'll need to induce you. Okay. So on the final sweep, it was on a Wednesday, and then nothing happened um, really? at all. And then the next day we went up for a walk around Lus. and I was with my now mother-in-law and Irvin and her partner and I just was walking around LUS and laughed and all of a sudden I thought I peed myself. <laughs> and it's really funny because see in the movies like everyone's like, you know when the water gushes, you're like that doesn't really happen. Well, it almost kind of did happen. So please don't listen to everything you hear. Um, So I was like, oh, my goodness, something just happened. So I was like, no, it's fine. Do you know what? Continue our little walk." So We're walking around. It was just the church at last. And I sneezed or coughed again. I was like, no, right, seriously, we're going to need to move. So we went back to the car and then went to the hostel. And my waters had broken. So that set things into motion. So I was in labor. Not active labor, but the the one before that. We get a bit confused with all the labors. Yeah, I know it is confusing. Um, and she said, look, go home, rest up. You're, you know, this could be a long journey, but when your waters break, it basically sets a clock and okay. your baby needs to be delivered within 48 hours yes. for reasons. Yep. Um, so 48 hours later, um, minimal contractions, but no baby. Okay. So went up to Paisley and um, because my waters had broken, they didn't need to put pessaries up or anything like that, straight onto the drip. Yep. Um, and the contractions came hard and fast very very painful yes Um, and to be honest with you it was the most painful experience of my life because i think i expected because my pregnancy had been so good yes i stayed active and i'd you know watched all the yoga moves and stuff and i just thought i've totally got this yeah i did not have it there's no preparing for it there's no preparing and i mean i've got friends who were like yeah i just use gas and air and so i was like well i'm just gonna try gas and air and then within six hours I literally had the nurse by the scruff of the neck and I was like, give me an epidural! So they say don't make a plan and you know, there are no awards for like being a hero or anything and I think I really, that's my biggest advice, you know, don't have a plan. If it hurts, get pain relief, you know. So I ended up getting the epidural and I was on cloud nine, I loved it. It was brilliant. (laughs) You know, I was sitting up like Lady Muck in my bed and... um, It continued with my contractions and I couldn't feel them, but he just, they just wouldn't, I wouldn't oh, dilate. Yeah. So eventually the nurses came in and were like, um, we're going to get this baby out because his heart rate started dropping quite yep. quickly. Okay. And I mean, they were brilliant. They came in, at, it was 10 to 12. at night and I was he was born at 20 past 12 so within 30 minutes I'd been taken out of my ward into the OR prepped and everything and baby was out so he came out emergency c-section oh
0: wow and how did you find the c-section
1: because it all happened really quickly and they're like that so we're going to deliver the baby by c-section I was quite not doped up because I you know i would had an aperture I was exhausted as well because I've been in labour three days pretty much (laughs) so I know sorry Laura (laughs) The first two wasn't too bad, though. Um, and so everything happened really quickly. And then I went into the room and they'd just kind of thrown Irvin a set of scrubs. And I didn't go into the OR with him. They got me in first and they prepped me. And they almost put you, it's almost like a crucifix. You know, it's a very narrow bed so yes. that they can get really close yeah. to the bed. Okay. Um, and my arm's out. And then they put a sheet up in front of you. And I was like, yeah, 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 this is fine. And then it all kind of, all the prepping stops. And I was like, oh, holy this is big. This is big, yeah, you know? Big, oh. um, and I was on my own, and I was like, should I be worried? And then I saw Irvin um, kind of come to my shoulder, and I was like, should I be scared? And he was like, no, 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 it's totally fine. Aw, oh, good um, for him. Uh, yeah, he was great. He was so good. <laughs> and he must have been scared. I think he was literally bricking it, yeah. but he was just like, I've got this. Yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah. Best place. Um, and you just... I, without going too much detail, you just feel kind of tugging, you know? Yeah, yeah. I know it sounds really crazy, but it was like, I always felt, you know that last scene of Braveheart when Mel Gibson's getting tugged about and you just see his head wobbling? Yeah. That's what I felt like, except I had amazing epidural, so I couldn't feel (laughs) (laughs) anything. Okay, okay. and then they just, you know, they're kind of doing their thing. We're up at the top, a wee bit worried. And then you just hear that first cry. And what did that feel like? Oh, my God. Like, I've got goosebumps even Aww. thinking about it. It was just the best to hear it. Yeah. You know, you're like, yes, you're here. Yeah. So, yeah, it's great. Amazing. Aww. And he's just so good from day dot. And I think because I was two weeks late, and I don't know if there's any rhyme or reason in this, but because he was two weeks late... He's so good, and he's such a good sleeper, and he oh, loves to go good. with anyone. Which I think maybe is a wee bit down to us because we're quite relaxed in our yeah. parenting. Okay. Um, but a great sleeper, great eater. Um, I did breastfeeding for five weeks, okay. but I did combination. Um, because yeah. I didn't produce enough milk for him, so I would always okay. try and start him on the boob. Yeah. Um, and then I would just top him up with milk because okay. if I finished, if I did him just on boob, he would just start screaming after it, and I had nothing left to give. Yeah. So, um, so we did a combination. That's so, and yeah. if anything, like I think, I, the combination wasn't an option I was given straight away. Okay. Um, it was you know you just need to keep persevering, persevering. Yes. Um, and then Irvin basically saw me kind of deteriorate quite quickly. I was knackered, super emotional, and he was just he was in the hospital and he said to the nurse. Can we have a bottle, please? Yeah. And brought the bottle over, gave it to Rue, Irvin fed him, and he did the massive poo and fell asleep for
0: like five hours. Uh, so they they do, it's it's a funny thing the breastfeeding because I actually went to a breastfeeding workshop this week. Yeah. And it's very you know that that's what they want you to do. And yeah. it's really but it's it's not for everybody. No. And it's such a tie, especially when you're a businesswoman and you've got 100%. Because if you've got that tie, you're the only one that can then feed that baby. That is, it's a lot of pressure, and you have just gone through a massively traumatic thing for your body. Uh, I think because your body
1: naturally produces it, and it is the inverted commas natural thing. I get that. Yeah. But I mean, we're now 2019, as you almost 2020, as you say. Women are getting more and more into business and different demands of life. You're not able to just sit at home breastfeeding your children. And I know you can express, but that can really take its toll. I remember trying to express, and I mean, I literally got a couple couple mils out in like 15 minutes. And I sat there and I had two pumps on my boobs. And I just looked at Irvin and I just was like, this is so bloody degrading. I'm like, (laughs) you know, it was just, it was really one of those moments where you're like what is and I remember because I was going out and I had you know like high heels on and trousers and I was just sitting with big two big pumps electric pumps on me and I was like it was hilarious because he just laughed and started moving, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think you just do what's right for you, yeah, and I you think do what's that's, right for you. yeah. And I think the old school way of thinking, you know, the midwife saying breast is best, breast probably is best.
0: Yeah, but there's other great alternatives as yeah. well. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, my mum never could breastfeed me or my brother. And you turned out, yeah. No, that's good. what I always. Oh, thank yeah. you. That's what I always say to myself. Well, I'm like, I'm going to try, but I'm not putting that pressure on myself yeah. because it's just too much. Yeah. Right. Okay. So then, how long did you take then to kind of be and be a new mum? before you were thinking, right, I need to get back to business because we're gonna chat through like all your tips and communication with your partner. Yeah. But what what type of a period did you give yourself? So I I'm a planner, so I
1: had planned um obviously I teach beauty courses as well and we had the launch of the new LTL Strip Lash range at the Ivy and things like that so we had to have dates locked in so I was like right well Rupert is due on the 13th so I am going to give myself four weeks before I book anything in so I booked all um, student classes in and we booked her event at the Ivy in Glasgow etc now then everything obviously fell behind because Rue was two weeks late, yes. so I was back to work within two weeks. Yep. Um, And it was, it didn't, it felt normal to me, if that makes sense, because yep. it's my first time doing it, um, and when I was teaching, you know, I would just come in, and I love teaching, and it's only a small group, so, and it's really me just sitting, teaching the girls and yes, things, you're so you know, passionate wasn't it wasn't strenu- strenuous or yes. anything like that, but yep. of course, because I'd had an emergency C-section, you can't drive. which is really weird because I live in Helensborough. it was just and I mean the train's great so you just it's direct but it was just weird not having that freedom anymore okay Um, which was just a, I mean it's a tiny tiny little obstacle so um, yeah so two weeks back but it was fine I don't know it just felt it felt okay Yeah. and it was quite nice to get back to being me again because I had Root inside me for nine months it was also quite nice for Irvin to have that one on one time quite early on while well, he was that so small bonding yeah, yeah it experience. was um which was
0: great so yeah no it was good and again it's it like good. you said it's everyone is so different and it's each to their own yeah and there's no right or wrong way to do it yeah so it's just working out what's
1: good for you i think if it wasn't my business i mean there was no way i would go back after two weeks but as yeah. you say it's my passion as well like yeah. i love being involved and being a part of it and i love seeing it doing well yes. you know and the teaching side of things that's my my thing you know that's yep. one of my roles in the, the company so you know if I wasn't doing it then I would feel well there's people who are wanting to learn and people wanting to do courses but I'm not there to do it so yeah um, but I think if I worked for a company or something I would have definitely taken at least three months off probably it would have been a different story I know yeah. I because
0: um, obviously similar to you it's when it's when it's your own business or there's a lot of pressure yeah and you've got and it is your passion but when you do speak to ladies who are so, like employed and they're like oh i'm going to take six or nine months so oh, six months full pay and all that and you're just like wow, wow. <laughs> that is wild. phenomenal yeah it was <laughs> good for you i yeah. know no, it's amazing but again you just need to work it the way that's right for between you between the two
1: it's having that conversation obviously yes. and finding out what works um, Irvin was lucky enough that his company are quite forward thinking. So it wasn't maternity leave, it's parental leave. Yes. So he was fortunate enough he could take the six, six months at yes. full pay. So it just made
0: sense as Which well for phenomenal. us. Which is phenomenal. And how yeah. good that businesses are now looking at it like that. So much so. It's a very Scandinavian perception, yeah, isn't it? it of, is. um, of living, because I think both the mum and dad get six months full pay oh in gosh. Scandinavia. And that's for everyone. That's amazing. So good. So good. Okay, wow. so you have culminated some great sort of tips and learnings that you've basically come to since being a mum and balancing a business with being a mum. So yes. let's run through them because I'm so excited to hear them because I'm like literally going to be <laughs> jesting them. I'm like, okay, I'll be taking notes. <laughs> you will listen to your podcast every morning, right? Okay, <laughs> yes, Tip number Jim
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, obviously, these are just little things that I found work for me yeah. and I mean if they can help anyone along the way but I think it is make your own list up you know yeah. if you can just take a moment even before baby comes make a little list of things that are important to you that yes. you feel that you and your partner need to have a chat about or you know just yeah that's pretty much it okay. so um more it's mostly about like juggling motherhood and work yes. um so my first one is communication with your partner so I mean I guess that's something that you would have before going back to work, because you yeah. need to have a plan. You can't just also have a baby and say, right, what do we do what now? What are we going to do? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and also, whatever you do, decide you both need to be supportive of each other um, and understand the the massive change that's going to be for both, you know. And for Irvin and I, he was becoming daddy daycare. Yep. And he, I had to support him in his new role, you know. Yes. and understanding that when I got home after being at work all day, he might have had a really, really crappy day as well. So yeah. respecting that although he's at home with the baby, it's full on. Oh, you it's, know? It's, it's, not, not, it's not like it's a like non holiday. Yeah, yeah, it's non-stop. Um, whereas when I'm at work, it's not as non-stop. You know, I can grab a wee five minutes. I could nip for half an hour for lunch, lunch. and things like yep. that. So just understanding that and chatting with each other about it. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of my, my first one with communication with your partner and um, number two is be patient with yourself you know you are now have this new role as a mum you yeah. know and I think it was just being patient with yourself understand it's going to take time to adjust yeah um, it's a ma- the most important role of your life and someone for me I already have you know a couple other roles like i'm now a wife i've yep. got a business well a couple of businesses and now i'm a mum so it's just being patient to learn to adjust and find out how it's all going to kind of stick yeah. together basically easy to put pressure on yourself isn't it so much because you just compare how your life was before yeah. you know and you're like right okay well that i've set the bar and how i was pre-baby yeah and now i want to get back to that but yep. post-baby markers don't exist like that you know it's you just need to it's a brand new game completely (laughs) so um number three was planning um but remembering every day could change last minute and i like kind of call it organized chaos you know like i think with with Rue, me and Irvin have tried to have very kind of strict, not strict, but have a routine, you know, with timings and more so bedtimes, the biggest routine that we have with them and getting them up in the morning. Uh, But anything that happens in between those is just, (laughs) it can be really, it can flow really well. And then other days like this morning, as you can see from my jumper, I'm covered in coffee and a little bit of baby something on my shoulder. (laughs) So, you know, it's just kind of going with it. And then I think it's also remembering, People don't really care, you know? Like, yeah. I'm sure you don't care that I've got coffee in my jumper I never even or feel yeah, no, like, like, <laughs> <I'm looking> amazing. <laughs> but they don't, and it's those those pressures that we put upon ourselves. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, no one no one's putting those pressures on you unless maybe you're working in a, for a company and you've got timelines and things but when it comes to motherhood and things no one putting any pressure on you you're yeah. just doing it and as my midwife said to me in the first few weeks she said all you're doing is keeping that little baby alive and that's the only thing you need to worry about <laughs> the rest in between will just figure itself out and it was great you know as yeah. long as he had his nappy change food in his tummy yeah and it was getting some sort of sleep yes then that's all
0: that matters so did you find yourself though because this is what i'm thinking did you find yourself putting him in, into his bed and just staring at him. Because I'm like, oh my God, like, am I just going to be staring at this baby to make sure she doesn't turn over, I don't, to make sure she's I not... I kind of...
1: Oh my God, no, I
0: don't think I did. You're like, so
1: tired as well. Well, like. I think, I remember, I mean, there's just lots of shushing and bouncing, you know? <laughs> and I think... I, I, always remembering a crying baby and I know we hear this all the time a crying baby is a healthy baby you know they're telling you what they want it's complete communication and I also read in one of the books you know a baby can't really cry for longer than 20 minutes or 30 minutes or something so knowing that there is always light at the end of the (laughs) tunnel um, and also a newborn can't stay awake longer for I think it was like an Two hour an hour or two hours. Okay. So knowing that there is a little you know, it's not gonna last forever. If it is a really crappy time, if fortunately mm. enough like Rupert didn't get colic or anything but like that, yet, which apparently is just hell this- um yeah, just I think we were very lucky in that respect, okay. to be honest with you. Okay. So Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Um so my next one, if I can actually find it on my phone, um, is asking for help. So I think You'll probably know this as a businesswoman, you're like, I can just do it myself, it'll get done faster and it'll get done the way I want, rather than taking the time to explain to someone, right, can you do this for me? Yeah. Can you do it this way? Yeah. And then obviously having to check that it's been done the way that you like. Yes. Throw all of that out the window. You know, it really is, it takes a village, as one of my friends Gemma always tells me, and it really does take a village. Um, And it's a village at home, it's a village in your work, it's a village, it's just a big village, you know? Um, and I think one thing with me and Irvin like his mum lives in Aberdeen and my mum and dad aren't with us anymore so I think we don't have that little luxury of being able for them to go to the grandparents yeah. every so often and um, we've got Erica who's my sister who's amazing I love Erica. and she is literally in love with Rupert oh, it's like the three parents she's, in sweet, this. So, <laughs> she's so cute, she's, so, so she's, she's, cute. Awesome. <laughs> she's like I know I'm biased but he's just the the best. Oh it's so um, But she works full time salon yes. hours. You know, Monday to Friday. So it's not it's not as easy as that yes. was. But it's just it's it feels normal to us because that's just us you know so but we're really also lucky because we've got loads of friends around us in helensbron and a couple of our uh, friends who are couples they've got kids themselves okay um urban's got like a daddy daycare little club he goes to on a tuesday with one of the dads okay um because he's like i don't think he feels comfortable going to like the ones where it's all mums and they're all singing songs and things so he's like i'm just gonna go for lunch with my friend who's got kids and i'll he'll just tell me things that I need to know Brilliant. as a dad okay. which is great you that know is good. and who knows it might get bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. one of my friends Leslie her husband um, might join it because they're expecting a baby you know it just it might snowball because that's yeah. how things start and
0: it should because there should be stuff because it's changed roles these days totally. exactly. there should be places that guys feel comfortable yeah. going to and like yeah. get involved just dads
1: and, yeah. absolutely um, so yeah so we're lucky because our friends will help and I mean we I went back to work really quite quickly after Roo, our friends were great as well because they would just come and kind of make sure that Urban was doing okay and ah, things so brilliant. yeah we're really lucky for what we like maybe in family being close by we make up and friendship friends brilliant. being around so okay yeah great. um remembering you're not a bad mum you know when you are driving away from your house and you're looking in the mer- the window and you know Your husband's there with the baby and you've got got to go you know like just knowing that you're not going just because you want to be going you're going because you're going to work and you're going to bring in some money into the household and things and it's just remembering even if you've had to run out the door and he's screaming and crying and that's just the husband and the baby's (laughs) screaming and crying you know that you need to go and they need to understand that you need to go and although you may both feel really crap at the time for it just that's how it is and yeah. just keep keep moving on don't dwell on anything you know if you've had a bad day which you will and you'll be like oh my god I just kind of I actually like clicked through when I was changing the other day with one of my nails and he screamed and I was like oh my god why have I got this really precise manicure that's got a rough edge Oh, um, just silly things like, like that that must happen
0: though, totally you know? i know but so it is the mum guilt. it's so it is the mum guilt. it is and
1: it's yeah it's totally real but just remembering that you know you're doing okay and you're doing the best that you can um so yeah that's okay. my number like it. Yeah, number where were we five number six um is switching off which I've never been good at, okay. um, even when I was in the hospital, I was like just checking my emails and things like that, and it wasn't even that I was going to action them, I was just being nosy, you yeah. know, I just wanted to see what was coming through, and
0: it's a habit as well, it's it a habit, get it's get like a, it.
1: what Urban said, he's like, you've got a tick, you know, um, and yeah. that, I think it, it actually feels that way, yeah. Um. but so recently what I've been doing, I would always sleep with my phone beside my bed, yeah. and now I've just been leaving it downstairs, good. you know, and... The worst comes to the worst the two people that if anything you know I needed to know would they would phone the house phone yes. you know and if the house phone rings it's like an SOS yeah kind of. you're like, like oh, the okay, night, okay, uh-huh. this is serious yeah and um, so it's just having that so I'll try you know when kind of six or seven o'clock comes I'll do a final check on things yeah. and then it's about just realizing to myself nothing can be done at eight nine ten o'clock at night it can all wait until the morning yes. you know and i mean i know sometimes that isn't the case if something really important happening the next day but the majority of stuff it can wait yep. and your family needs to have your un-
0: undivided attention yes. so Is that because that could be a regret if you don't give them that attention a and you don't want to look back thinking oh why did i not just get my phone away well i find myself even at the
1: start i would be feeding root and i would have my phone beside me and i'd be scrolling even on instagram and then i was just like are you actually doing but it's like okay he'll be at this for 10 15 minutes i've got my phone there could just be you know and it's not it's like being in the moment as well and although maybe you're not you know you're holding the bottle or if you're breastfeeding or whatever it's about obviously you're being there but you really you want to really tune in as well to it which you can't be if you're scrolling on instagram or checking emails and whatsapp and stuff so yeah i
0: think that's really really good yeah
1: um which i think so many i've seen actually some places and they have like families have one of those boxes they put you know everyone puts their phones Ah, into a box at night Ah, okay um you know no phones at the dinner table i think is a quite a common thing that's important yeah um so this box you put it all in at seven o'clock at night and you all get them back in the morning you know and i think as a family that's something that we would definitely do um so yeah very good advice um number seven understanding that the first few months back will feel like you do not have a grip on anything at all you know it's not even like you're juggling it's just the balls are falling all over the place (laughs) there's there's just balls everywhere that's how we got into this mess (laughs) um but yeah just i feel i said this to irvin actually this week rue was he's 15 weeks so basically almost four months and I feel that I don't have a grasp on all aspects I've got a grasp on my home life now but I don't feel I've got a grasp on the business at the moment okay then when I've got a a grasp on the business I feel that my home life is lacking and it's just that constant that constant juggling effect you know and I think I mean I don't know maybe some mums listening to this might be like That'll just be how your life is for the re- forever now. Yeah. Um. But I think maybe if you do have those set hours and things like that, it will make it a little bit easier because okay. your work gets all your undivided attention, and then your home life gets all your undivided attention. So, yes. um, I think that's kind of one thing that hopefully
0: will settle down as the months past yeah um again it's back to the pressure that you put on yourself so like from the outset someone like you have got it totally you've got the family life you've got the business life but then inside you're like but i'm not back to where i was so i don't and then because i'm putting my focus on this i've lost the focus there and but actually you've you've got it totally yeah and i think that's another
1: thing what you just touched on there it's like you know people saying look you know you're doing so well and things Try not to immediately go, oh, God, I'm not. You know, like, listen to them yeah. because they don't need to say that. And it, chances are, more than one person have said it to you in, you know, a few days, you're actually doing it. You're yeah. doing good. Yeah. You know, so uh-huh. give yourself a pat on the back yeah. and be like that. Do you know what? I'm doing okay, you yes. know? And just as you said, like, remembering this is a whole new thing. So you're doing pretty damn good for what you're, you know, how it is now. Yes. So. Brilliant. Okay. Um, and then my last... Little one is remember that you're still you. So obviously you've gone from being you to then being a mother. Yeah. Um, and I think it's about remembering, although you still need to give, you know, your partner, your boyfriend, or your husband or your girlfriend time. Yeah. You also need to take time away just for you as well. You know, and that can be um, booking in, you know, a facial or a massage. It could just be an hour's PT session at yes. the gym. um It could just be going and driving for an hour, even. Like I quite like when I've gone somewhere getting somewhere early and sitting for half an hour and again even i know it sounds silly but even if it's just being on my phone listening to music or just anything looking out the window but it's just so important to take that time for you and i'm not saying obviously don't do it every day because i think you know someone might get a bit upset with you (laughs) Um, but even once a week or every few days you know just resetting and things like that and then obviously as well as remembering still you you that you're you as an individual, also setting time aside for you and your partner. You yes, know, whether it be so a weekend away or even just someone to take the baby for a night and you yeah. stay at home and yeah. get takeaway and just not have undisturbed uh, having disturbed sleep through the night. I think mean, um, that's just the... I always used to hear like couples going, oh yeah, we went to weddings, stayed in a hotel, we just couldn't wait for the sleep. And I was like, what? I was like, I'm
0: gonna be at the bar, I'm gonna get <laughs> stay up until two. And it's so true, Yeah, your um, your what you value changes t- <laughs> completely,
1: and I always think I mean like sleep deprivation is a form of torture, you oh. know, and I think I've just I feel my heart goes out so much to women who have had babies that with colic and things like that. Right. I just my hat comes off to them so much I'm amazed at how amazing they are because yeah. The even
0: thing is uh, huge, huge, yeah. yeah. And I
1: think it's about you and your partner are almost shift workers, you know. And it's about I got some great advice from one of my friends, Gemma, who also says it takes a village. Okay. Say, you know, if the baby goes down, just say mm. to your partner, even if it's six o'clock, I'm going up to bed for a few hours, and about them not being upset that they're left watching TV on their own because it just needs to be that way, yeah. you know, and yep. vice versa. If they're like, I know we should be spending time together in the evenings, but do you mind if I go to sleep now and I'll get up and do in the middle of the night? Yes. And, you know, and it's about juggling it's like it like that way. It's
0: survival as well, it is. isn't it? It is <laughs> survival. It's survival. So, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. And do you love being a mum? I love it. Okay, it's good.
1: He's so good. He's just, <laughs> he's the happiest little boy and he's... He's like me. He's a morning person, so it's okay. great because I I'll, I'll wake up with him about six o'clock yep. and let Urban sleep till about eight, sometimes nine. Yeah, and me and him will just have a couple hours of just playing. And he's just so smiley, and he giggled for the first time yesterday. And All yeah, he's just a, are coming. Totally, because I just thought, what's you know a giggle? He's kind of already making these goo, goo noises, but it's a proper like you can tell he's laughing. Like a, the baby on Teletubby giggling, Aww. you know. So yeah, I know, super cute. So I can't wait for the next milestone whatever okay. it may be
0: oh, well uh, for, uh, as we talked about i think you're do- totally nailing it thank you so accept that i will i will take that <laughs> take, take that or well, maybe what we'll do is we'll have a catch up after yes this one's yes. out and we can compare notes amazing i'd love that Mummy notes you're going to be amazing though i have no shadow of a doubt oh thank you i hope so <laughs> I hope so so <laughs> anyway, last year, it was great to speak to you amazing and thank, thank you very you much for having me no problem